Oh, how you doing, guys? Some are doing good. Anybody else doing good? Hey, a few things. Uh, one is I know that Levi talked to you about our early morning prayer. We really start um, this to give the first to God. It's a very important principle of life. We take the first full week of the year and we give the first part of that day in prayer. So I know it's a discipline and I encourage you to, to, to practice it this week especially, to come. And I know it's going to take a little more, I've got to come a little earlier because I've got to go around up by Tatum, go through the lights and around. But it's just a principle of giving your first to God. So I encourage you to do that. And please make sure you pull out uh, this from your weekly um, and please write down your, your biggest, most bodacious prayers for 2019. Because we want to agree together that heaven will come down and touch earth in your home, your family, your business, your life. Some people have already left them over the weekend. Some are here. Uh, they've left them. So please, before you go, just bring it to the altar and just put it down somewhere where we can find it, and we will be praying over it tomorrow morning, and then through the week and through the 21 days of prayer, and then I take them and pray over them for the rest of the year. So please be part of that. Also in your weekly, there is an announcement that Watoto is coming, the children from um, Uganda, and they need homes to stay in. And uh, please uh, let us know if your home is available. Jesus loves orphans, and you would be helping orphans. What gets even better than that? Helping orphans, and Jesus would be very, very happy with that. We're kicking off a series um, today. Are you ready? Let's just pretend I'm talking to you. Right? Uh, we're kicking off a series today. Uh, what's it called? It's called The Voice, and it's about... It's about learning to, to tune in. Just pause for a moment, please. Talk amongst yourselves. No, no, because when we launch into this, some people are like, Pastor, come on. Are you talking about hearing voices? And, and it's, it's a mystical, Erica. It, it, some people are uncomfortable. But you know, right, brothers, you know in this room right now there are radio waves. How many agree there are radio waves in the room? And, and if you could tune in, if you could tune in, and you would go, oh, that makes perfect sense. If I could tune in, I would hear the voices that are already in the room. And you would say, that's so natural. It makes perfect sense. That's why. My podium is a radio. Because just like tuning in, you can tune in this year to the voice of your father. And it will be amazing. It will change your year. You may want to note there are several ways that God speaks, and you may just want to, like, write them down. God speaks through his written word. 
this love letter. Uh, that's why we encourage people to read it every day. What a great time to begin a reading program through the Bible in a year. A great time to start. If you started last January and backslid, you just get resaved. <laughs> just recommit. I'm just I'm saying. Just, he speaks through his word. He speaks through his written word. He speaks through his living word. His living word is named Jesus. And so we hear from God through Jesus. We'll be talking about that today. We can hear from God through people that have Jesus living in them. Through a conversation, through a teaching. Where you just go, I think, I think God is talking to me at this moment. You can hear from God, the Bible says, through creation. In fact, people that are trying to like come to terms with, is there a God? I always say, look up. Look at, look at all that stuff. and Look at how it all works together. It's amazing. It, it's a revelation of God, God's order, God's beauty. There, there's a few people, not many, not many, but there are a few people that have heard the audible voice of God. And I know you go, wouldn't that be nice? Because then there'd be no mistake. If I heard the audible voice of God, Scott, I would never have a problem with, with faith anymore. That's not true. <laughs> There's one guy in the Bible, John the Baptist, actually heard the audible voice of God, the verbal voice of God, speaking from heaven in Mark 1.11, and the voice said about Jesus, this is my beloved son in whom I, this is how God sounds, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And then later on, he goes, um, Jesus, are you the one? Most often, most often, when we hear from God, it's through what the Bible calls a still, small voice, a prompting, a thought, a thought that comes to your mind, an emotion that comes to your heart. God speaks to your head. God speaks to your heart. And then we have to sort out, was that God or was that Scott? And I'm very aware when I'm talking that it's, there's another layer of conversation going on. And I would like you to disconnect sometimes from what I'm saying and listen deeper because the, 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 he's always broadcasting. Because it's, it's God's M.O. to communicate. It's God's M.O. to speak. If you want to find out what God's M.O. is, and this is the beginning weekend of a beginning new year, so... On a beginning weekend of a beginning new year, let's, let's talk about creation a little bit. Let's talk about this fact. If you're taking notes, you can note this, that, that God creates through speaking, or God creates by speaking, or God created, however you put it, past or present, doesn't matter, or current tense. God creates by speaking and will go to the opening act. Do you know it? Scene one, act one, in the, what a great way to start. God knows how to start a book. <laughs> in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And yet there's a, a problem. You see it in verse 2. Uh, the earth is formless, and it's empty, and it's dark. <laughs> so how did the earth get to be formless, empty, and dark? Because when God creates, he creates with order and beauty and light. How did it become formless, empty, and dark? Could it be that when there was a rebellion in the heavenlies, when Lucifer led angels to not trust God, 
to trust him instead of trust God. And they were exiled from heaven and they were cast down to earth. We know that happened because they are here. Could it be that that's the moment that the earth became formless, empty, and dark? I think it could. But get this. However you come to that, get this. When God sees formless, empty, and dark, he speaks. Get that. Because some of you have come through a season. Some of you have come through a year. Some of you have, have limped out of 2018, and you're coming into the And last year or last quarter, it was formless, empty, and dark. And on the verge of a new year, we want you to tune in because God wants to speak some creation into you. God wants to say, let there be light. And when God says it, creation takes place. There are some new ideas that God is trying to get into you. Please, 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 brothers and sisters, do not recycle 2018. Just don't push the same old, same old button. Same old, same old. Same stuff. I'd like to wish you a happy new year. Happy new year. I, I thought there were some loving people here. But are you, are you ready? Are you ready for new happiness? Are you ready for new newness? Are you ready for a new year? This is all part of, we're not recycling one year. And into this moment as we begin, we turn the page. It's such a keen time for us to be aware that God creates through communication, that he speaks into darkness, and he has an idea that he's trying to get into your soul, and if it gets into your soul, you will never be the same. And I don't know all, I don't know all that it is, but I know it's awesome, because that's the way God rolls. Awesome. Help me out. Just nudge your neighbor and just say Awesome. Awesome. It's just awesome. It's going to be awesome. And I, know, I don't know all that God has for you this year, but I know for sure, I know for sure that it's for you to become a more loving person. I know absolutely. And as he speaks creation into you, because right, right, his MO in Genesis is what? He creates the sun and the moon and the stars and the lakes and the streams and the birds and the bees. Hallelujah. How many are glad for the birds and the bees? <laughs> And then he creates Adam, and he says, I could do better than that, and creates Eve. No, he didn't say that. No, I, I. But he did say, he did say, get this, and it's very important. Don't miss this. It is not good. It is not good to be alone. Because he created for a purpose. He spoke for a purpose. He spoke to bring creation so that he would have a loving relationship with humanity, and then even amongst humanity has said, you know what? Humanity needs to have others so that they can love. It's not good to be alone. So he puts, how many of you are sitting around people? That's by design. That's by God's design. And so God comes and he creates humanity. And he does it, watch this, he does it by, by speaking. He not only creates by speaking, he relates by speaking. 
That's number two. He creates and he relates. We see this picture in the, the MO of God, the, the opening act of God on how things worked. Let me, let me read to you um, from the opening um, story. That the man and the wife, Adam and Eve, heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Pause. Look this way. So they heard a sound that they were familiar with. They knew what that sound was. You know when you hear a new sound and you go, what was that? You ever hear like a new sound? <laughs> How about one in your house in the middle of the night? What was that? And you nudge your spouse and say, get up and check that out. That was a what was that? No, 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 this was a familiar sound. They knew it. They knew, I don't know how this happened, they knew, I'll say it like this in a metaphorical way, they knew the footsteps of God. They said, I know that sound. That's God, and he's walking in the garden, and he's here in the cool of the evening, because that's when he comes. And it was familiar to them. And then God speaks, he communicates, God says because he can't find Adam and Eve, and he says, where are you? Let me say this. If you've drifted far away from God, you're in a dark place, you're in a formless place, this is the very thing he's saying to you. I wish you could tune in. I wish you could. This is exactly what he would say. He's just saying, where are you? Did God know where they were? He's not asking that question for his benefit. He knows where you are. He's asking it so that you can identify where you are. And Adam knew, I'm not in a good place. He knew it. Because he says, God, we heard you in the garden. We knew what it was about. You were coming down to walk with us and talk with us. And let, let me point this out. When God walked and talked with Adam and Eve... What percentage of humanity was he talking with? I, don't miss that. That's key. What He was speaking to the entire world population. Now that's important. I don't want you to skip over that. Because this is the MO of God. The MO of God is to walk and talk in relationship with his sons and his daughters daily. It's the MO of God. But Adam says, we heard you in the garden, and we were afraid. For the first time, he had an emotion. We were afraid because, and get this, there's not only the voice of the creator in the garden, there's the voice of darkness in the garden. And as we sort out on this journey of the voice and, and hearing the right things at the right time, it's important for you to know there is a God source, a light source, and there is a dark source, there's evil. And he said, we listened to that evil source, and that evil source caused us not to trust you. And because we didn't trust you, we've become afraid, and we're hiding in the garden. Because God had given them a pretty simple game plan. I want to love you. I want to walk with you. I want to talk with you. I want us to have relationship. 
That's the nature, the MO of God. And uh, I want this to be a loving relationship. And you can't have a loving relationship, get this, unless there's a choice. Okay, right? So, so if you program your cell phone to every morning say, I love you. It could do that every morning. But you are not having a relationship with your cell phone. This could be a whole message right here. Surprise! You are not having a relationship with your cell phone. See law, think on these things. So God, when he created, here's the story. Chapter 2, we're just backing up a little bit. He com commanded or he spoke, he communicated to humanity. Uh, you can... You can Feel free to eat from any, any tree. The whole smorgasbord. It's like God's cafeteria. There's the line. Pick whatever you want. Isn't that awesome? I'm sure there was some good stuff that God had created. How do I know it's good stuff? Because God said it's good. It's good. He said you can get from any of the tree, but there's one, there's one tree in the middle of the garden. I want you to stay away from it because it contains the knowledge of good and evil. Now, every, other, every tree was good. What was unique to this tree? Evil. Evil. And then the voice, it's not in your study guide, but the voice of evil entered into the conversation. And... Uh, the voice of evil talks to Eve and says, um, did, did God actually say you shouldn't eat from any of the trees? Now, we just read God said eat from all the trees except one. But the enemy with his, this is what he does to get you to distrust God. Uh, you're reading a scripture, you're reading a passage, you're reading um, a wonderful verse like love your enemies. God couldn't mean that. Only love your nice enemies. I was just coming, I was teaching before I came in here to the uh, 101 class, the beginning class here. And I was just telling them, I said, it's, it's, this is something new, just really pushing on me, that God is challenging me to love people who are difficult to love. It's easy to love people who are easy. That's a whole other thing about but the enemy says, did God really say you, should, you, you shouldn't eat from it? And the woman goes, no, no, we can eat from all the trees. But there is a tree in the midst of the garden. And he said, we shouldn't eat from it. We shouldn't touch it because we will die. And the enemy says, you will not die. You won't die. You'll become like God. We taught last week on the fundamental flaw of ego and eating, how they were in intertwined in that moment. And if you didn't get the message on fasting from last week, please pick it up online. It's a very good message. I'm just kidding. It was a good teaching. And, and it, we're in a season of calling the church to pray and fast. So it's just a good message to listen to about fasting. And it was a very good message. Even if you don't say amen, I'm just going to keep saying it. No, I'm just kidding. I just, I just, I just, I just me messing around. That's me, mess, me messing around. But the voice of the enemy comes and says, you can't. It's the same thing he says now. You can't trust God. You can't trust him. It's dark and it's formless and it's void. You can't trust God. Even though the enemy has got it to be dark and formless and void. 
You can't trust God. That's what he always says. You can't trust God. And Adam and Eve didn't trust God. They trusted this dark voice. And it broke the relationship of walking and talking with God in the garden. But God's original plan was to walk and talk in the garden with his humanity. So who came to fix it? Who came to fix it? Who came to restore the MO of God? Yeah, let me talk about him. Because God demonstrated, he created, he related, and he demonstrated. Mm. <laughs> Just fooling around. He, demonst he demonstrates and he does it by speaking. And God's primary gift in Jesus is that Jesus speaks for us. The Bible says that God demonstrated his love for us and that while we were still sinners, we were separated from God. We were hiding in the bushes, separated from God. Christ came and he gave his life to be a demonstration, a communication of God's love. He spoke from the cross and he says, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And he says to a thief, man, you're in. You don't deserve it, but you're in. Today, you're with me in paradise. And the guy didn't even pray a good prayer. It was, it was a lousy prayer. Like it wasn't, there was no repentance. I'm just telling you, when we get to heaven, you're going to be surprised who's there. I don't think you prayed the right prayer. I'm here. And they'll probably be surprised you're there too, so there you go. <laughs> you self-righteous one you did make. God's grace covers both ends, amen. Where was I before I got diverted? Demonstrating, yeah. Here, see, before, before Jesus, only a few people heard. They were called prophets. And the prophets would hear from, they would go up to mountains and places, they would hear from God, and they would come down and say, hey, God has spoken, and here's what he says. But Jesus came to restore the MO of God that God wants to speak to all of humanity, to all of the sons and all of the daughters. Hebrews tells us this. Hebrews tells us that a long time ago, that God spoke in many ways and at many times, and he spoke to our ancestors or our fathers, and he did it by the prophets. That was a few, that was a select little group. But now he has come, and he has spoken to us by his Son, and then he reminds us that he has appointed the heir of all things. And watch this, and whom, and he brings us back to Genesis. He brings us back to creation. And through him, he created the... Why? Why? Because he's reminding us of God's original M.O. When God walked in the cool of the evening speaking to Adam and Eve, Jesus was there. And he's bringing us back to not special prophets hearing, not special people that go to mountains hearing, but people that sit in the seats on Sunday morning. To tune in. In fact, when John writes the story of Jesus. How does he start the story of Jesus? He reaches into the language of Act 1, 
seen one, right? Right? It wasn't accidental that he begins by saying, in the beginning. That was to remind, oh yes, in the beginning there was a God who walked in the garden and spoke to everybody on the planet. In fact, what does he call Jesus? Come on, get this. What does he call Jesus? The Word. Because he's come to restore God's original MO. The Word was with God. And the Word was God. Walking in the garden, speaking to all of the sons and all of the daughters. You said, well, there were only two. Your DNA was there. Walking in the garden with God. And through unbelief and fear, it was separated. But Jesus has come to restore the truth that God desires to speak to all of humanity. All we need to learn is to how to tune in. And how when we get that impression in our heart, when that still small voice, we think we're hearing it, speaking to our heart, speaking to our mind, speaking to our emotions, speaking to our logic. How do we, how do we come to the place of knowing that, that God is in that? Because there's a lot of things God wants to talk to you about that are not in the Bible. Uh, when, when I was directed, I felt to come in 96 to move to Sarasota, there's not a verse in the Bible that says Sarasota. I don't know how we didn't make it. Like, it's such a great place. You think God would, like, put it in there. Some prophet in the Old Testament, Sarasota's good. Not there. And how do you sort out some of this stuff? You're tuning in, you're going, oh, I'm on the right channel. Let me just give you, as we wrap up, a, a, a way of operating from 1 Corinthians 14, which talks about God speaking to us. And it's talking about us receiving. And, and here's the, the, the beauty that's happened now. The Holy Spirit has come. And the, all of the sons and all of the daughters get to prophesy. Did you know that? That's why he's come. He's come for all of the sons, for all of the daughters that hear the voice of God. And all of the sons to become what Jesus is. See, some people look at Jesus. And Jesus would hear the voice of his father. And he would speak it out. And we go, oh, that's so beautiful. That was Jesus. He is the exception to the rule. But Jesus is not the exception to the rule. He is the example of the rule. Mmm, come on, somebody, tweet that. I'm just saying that he is, the, he is the example. And so he wants us to all, all of humanity to be here and tuning in. And as we go through this series, to be tuning in to his voice because it will revolutionize this year for you. And 1 Corinthians says, okay, as, as you listen to the voice of God, and he gives three benchmarks that the voice of God should do these three things. It should strengthen. Can you see that? It should, it should encourage. And it should comfort. So as you're, as you're going through, as you're, as you're, and I'm, I'm hoping and praying that there will be an increased just awareness in prayer. God, I want to hear your voice. And you'll get an idea, a concept, something will happen. And just ask yourself, is this strengthening? Is it encouraging? 
Is it comforting? If it does one of those things and doesn't violate the other two, just do it. Even if it's not God, it'll be good. Even if it's not a home run, at least it's a single. Because it will be strengthening, comforting, encouraging. And God will say, oh, that was a good try. Good try. Keep tuning in. Keep listening. But make sure that you're not just listening and not doing, because God will stop. God is looking for people who will listen and obey. Listen and do. Listen and love. That's what he's looking for. And we want to be those kind of people. That this would be an incredible year of listening to the voice. The most important voice in this room is not my voice or any pastor's voice or any, any musician's voice. It's the voice of our Father. And it's his MO to walk and to talk with his sons and daughters in the cool of the evening, whenever that is for you. Whenever that is. But may you rediscover and may you be open to it. And as we teach through this series, may there be a new awareness of listening to his voice because that's God's MO. His modus operandi. And I promise you, whatever he says, I don't know, I don't know all he's going to say, but whatever he says is going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome because that's the way God rolls. Amen? Let's say, uh, yeah, we can stand together. We can stand together for prayer. Uh, we can close our eyes. We can open our hearts. I'm going to ask our prayer team to come, if they would come immediately. And our eyes are closed. Let's just uh, say, Lord, uh, here are your kids. Here are your sons and your daughters. Move us from being afraid and distrustful to faith and relationship. Take away the voices that diminish us, that bring darkness and emptiness, and say today, let there be light in the soul of my sister, my brother. We want to open our hearts wide to the life and the Spirit of God to speak to us. So we pray a prayer together. It's a community prayer. It's a prayer of faith that opens our souls to Christ. We pray it together because God loves to hear our voice and loves to hear his people at prayer. And I'm going to invite you, I'm going to invite 100% of the people. Some of you may be saying yes to God for the first time. Some for the first time in a long time, but this is a moment we say yes to God's plan and say, God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to stop distrusting you, and I'm going to trust you. So here's our prayer. Lift it with all the people around you and say, Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I open my heart, my soul, my life to Jesus Christ. I repent of my sins, and I leave darkness behind. And I receive your love, your grace, your mercy, your forgiveness. Thank you, God, for loving me. Now help me to love you and help me to love others. Help me to follow Jesus every day of my life. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, 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 amen. That's a good prayer. That's a good prayer. We praise God.
So if you are saying yes to God, come and tell one of our prayer team, or you can text it in. You can just text yes to 941-6260-1321. I'm going to ask you to come and pray with our prayer team. We're here to pray with you. Whatever the Holy Spirit is saying to you, respond and have prayer. I'm going to ask you to bring your prayer, your big, big, bodacious prayers. I'm just going to say this. Somebody was afraid to write something down. I'm going to tell you this. With God, all things are possible. Well, with God. Just, man, that, that was a little prophecy right there. I'm just giving that to you. right? With God, all things are possible. So I want you to write this down. Bring them up here. Prayer will be given. If you'd like to receive communion, Holy Communion today, uh, you can come. There's a communion station at the left-hand side and the right-hand side. You don't have to be a member of this church, just a friend and a follower of Jesus. Some people are very anxious. (laughs) I'm going to pray a blessing, okay, guys? If you've been here as a, um, a guest, thanks for coming please come again. If you haven't stopped by the VIP room, which is there for you, our VIPs, if you've never stopped by that room, please do it today. It's over on the left-hand side. We'd like to give you some gifts. We'd like to get to know you. I'm going to bless you guys. After that blessing, there's no other benediction. The worship team will be leading. You can come for communion. You can come for prayer. But may the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May Jesus lead, guide, and direct you. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and all peace as you trust in God and stop distrusting God so that you will overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I bless you in the strong and the mighty and the majestic name of Jesus. And in Jesus' name, you are very, very blessed. And all of God's people say, amen. Give the Lord an ovation of praise. We love you, Lord Jesus. You're awesome. You're incredible. You're amazing. Come forward for prayer, for communion. Bring your prayer requests, please. Bring them to the altar. Leave them here so we can pray over them tomorrow and the days to come. In Jesus' name, worship team.